used it. You used my chapstick? <laughs> I did. Why didn't you use Phil's? I would never use Phil's chapstick. But you're fine with mine. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm not fine with either, but it's too late now. You don't know where these lips have been. I don't even want to know. I had a birthday last week. Oh, God. <laughs> what does you that mean? do anything. What am I, I insinuating? <laughs> <laughs> you were in bed by the only things these 12 p.m. The only things these lips did on my birthday was blow out candles. <laughs> That's it. That's cool. Welcome back <laughs> to the Answers Blobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> The Panthers lobbyist. <laughs> Does anyone think this is funny or is it just us? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh. Welcome back to The Answers Obvious where you have the questions and we have the answers. This is episode number 23 coming at you live Thursday, January 31st, 2019 from the news studio. Still, we don't have a name. The nude studio. Rachel and I are nude right now. <laughs> no, I'll always. Don't y'all wish we were still doing the Instagram I, live? I love saying it. I love saying this. For those who can't see at home, which is everybody, because this is an <laughs> audio recording, Rachel and I are sitting here in the middle of this podcast studio, on the floor of a very busy building, and uh, <laughs> feels great. It does feel great. Perfect temperature. <laughs> if anyone would like us to uh, cover up and put put clothes back on, uh, we just need naming rights to the studio, and we'll no longer be the nude, the nude. studio. I meant nude like noodles, bro. We're also eating <laughs> eating noodles. In the <laughs> Shit. Uh. Oh, where was I on this? So, you know, people always be asking us questions all the time. Like, Rachel, Stevie G, how can I listen to this podcast? And we tell them the answer's obvious. I didn't cuss then. <laughs> the answer is obvious. You can access all of our episodes, including this very one, by subscribing to the Answer's Obvious podcast in the iTunes podcast store. You can find that link, that direct I link. I was waiting for it, <laughs> the direct link. In the bio of my Instagram not profile. Link. Not the direct the bio of my Instagram profile, at Stevie G, Stevie G, and my pinned tweet on Twitter, at Tweety G, Tweety G, where I always be getting tweets off. How many followers on Twitter do you have? 420. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Exactly 420? Yeah, I had a few more, but I... Do you, like, do you tweet a lot? Uh, every morning between 6.55 and 7.30 a.m. <laughs> like the president? To, I'm guaranteed to get a tweet off, at least one. <laughs> Shit, I'll Twitter something right now. I'll be Twittering shit all the time. <laughs> Don't do it right now. Finish the rundown. Also, <laughs> please be sure to go follow the Answers Obvious Instagram account at the Answers Obvious so we can do numbers on that bitch. And you already know what it is. I'm joined tonight, as always, by the co-host with the co-most. You can find her on the Venmo at RachFaceYo, as well as all other social media platforms. No one sent me a dollar. Rachel, how the hell are you besides being a dollar short? I'm a dollar short. All right, real quick, before, before you tell everyone how the hell you are, last episode, I said that whoever Venmo's Rachel, one dollar, 
not, would not only get a shout out, but if you Venmo Rachel at Rachefaceyo, if you Venmo her a dollar, everyone who Venmo her a dollar will get put into a drawing. And we will draw a name from those who Venmo her a dollar. And the person we draw will get to come on this very small to medium-sized podcast for a 15-minute segment. No more, no less. I like to think we're large and in charge. That's the attitude right there. <laughs> Lurge and in charge. <laughs> so y'all, Venmo Rach Face Yo, one dollar, one dollar, do I have a dollar, do I have a dollar, and I get it two dollars. For every dollar, for every dollar you Venmo her, that's how many times your name will go into the drawing. So if you Venmo her ten dollars yeah. and someone Venmo's one. If someone <laughs> wants to Venmo me exactly sixty two fifty, I got another hangout house payment coming up. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Rachel, how are you? I'm okay. Now that uh, we ate some Slim and Husky's pizza. Oh my God. I'm feeling uh, a lot better. Was a little tired. I've never been there before. It's great, right? Stevie's favorite pizza place. Hell yeah. We went to last Thursday. We had pizza then. <laughs> we did. Different. Completely different style. Yeah. We were going to go to. Five points on Charlotte, but they was fucking slammed. So we went to Nikki's Coal Fired Pizza. Not to be confused with Nikki's Cold Fire Pizza, which is just like frozen pizza out the wrapping. Coal Fired, like the shit y'all get for being a naughty kid from Santa. <laughs> I didn't realize it was pizza, but now like the name, duh. Nikki's? Yeah, Coal Fire. Coal Fire. Pepper Fire. Slim and Husky was better. And the name's better. I still think Italia is my favorite, though, with their hummus pizza. Yeah, I need to try that. I've heard good things about that pizza. Next Thursday? Yeah, right? <laughs> we Pizza in a pod? Rachel and I are just two pizzas in a pod. <laughs> pizza in a pod! <laughs> but does Italia have Tupac's ambition as a rider playing as you walk up into it? They don't, actually. Uh. But we could Postmates. It. We can, because we only Rachel and I only listen to Tupac and classic '90s hip hop when we <laughs> eat pizza. And if not, we send it back. That is a deep cut office reference for those mega fans <laughs> out there. I didn't catch it. <laughs> what episode is that? It's the one where um, Jim and Pam are on their honeymoon, and Michael thinks that. The insurance salesman is a member of the mob. Oh, okay. And so yeah, they go yeah, either, yeah. hey, waitress. You referenced that. Why don't you go sit over there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you have any shout-outs that you'd like to give? Um, Yeah. So last night I went to my friend, Hyann, started this um, an inclusive and charitable community supper club called the Collective Fair. And they just, uh, so it's basically like, you buy a ticket, they feed you, and a portion of it goes to charity. Boom, I love it. Where do right? I sign up? Yeah, so then uh, last night they did it a little different where it was like an acoustics and cocktails type thing. So it was more like um, appetizer type things and uh, cocktails. And then uh, three people played on the guitar, and it was at Dreams and Dream Events Catering. 
Have yeah, you ever been sure. There? Nope. But the like, I don't know. Do you follow Ian on her story? Like, uh, where they were singing was like in the kitchen of the like event space. So it was kind of cool. Like, that's what's up. Very like low key. Talked to some really cool, interesting people. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna go back. Yeah, the, let, um, let me know when the next one is. The charity. I'm pretty sure they do it once a month. The charity that they did this time was called Hope Song. Uh, and their tagline is, help fight against cancer with the power of music. So those musicians have, like, traveled around visiting different cancer patients. So they, like, shared stories. Damn. Yeah, it was down, nice. Down for the cause. A lot of, two of them I hear on Lightning 100 a lot. So they're all, like, local um, celebs, I'd say. Hyann's kind of a local celeb. I feel like Hyann is a local celeb. Yo, hi Ann, do you listen to the pod? I don't know. If, she, if you do, Venmo me a dollar, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't hi Ann listed as one of Nashville's, like, she was. 30, like, last most, year? What was it? Most it was, uh, uh, eligible singles. Nashville Lifestyles does, like, a singles in the city every year, and they highlight different people, and she was on the list, along with Wells Adams. Pretty cool. You can't be on that list if you was on The Bachelorette or whatever. That's Well, he was. Of course he was. <laughs> you're just jealous because you're not with Sarah Hyland. I don't even know who that is. The girl in the Modern Family. The Hispanic one? Uh, no, that's. Oh, uh, well, then, uh, then we have nothing else, well, oh else to talk God. about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. How are you? I'm good. I don't have any shout outs to give except for my wonderful friends from this weekend. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. But before. Do you have anyone you want to put on blast? I don't, actually. What the fuck? I'm sure we could think of someone. I probably could, but I got nothing. You probably have someone. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> nah, she's taking enough abuse from me for the month of January, maybe. I don't feel like you've talked about her in the month of January. All right. Then I'm going to make up for lost time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Marsha Blackburn. Fuck you. <laughs> I wish her well. Because she going to need all the well wishes in the place she going to end up. That's, that's where we're going. Hell oh, seems yeah, I've lit. Oh, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Hell seems lit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so shout out to everyone who wished your boy a happy birthday, who was able to make it to this incredible surprise party that Rachel and Rachel and Phil <laughs> and not Mickey planned for me last weekend. That was great. Um, I'd say Mickey's responsible for the whole thing even happening, to be honest. Nah. I mean, no, for real. Literally, the idea was his. <sighs> So it was. So you were truly so it was, surprised. It was really my idea then, right? It was. It was really your so, idea. For y'all listening right now, back in August, Mickey turned thirty, and his mother planned a surprise party at their house. But it was on the Saturday of Labor Day weekend, where all of Mickey's friends were going to be out of town, and so a couple weeks before, we're at Kung Fu or somewhere, and I'm with Mickey's fiance and Kita. And I was like, yo, Kita, this, this shit with s next Saturday night, no one's going to be there. 
I'm like, everyone's going out of town. We got like Oren and Elliot were going to be in D.C. Harry and Hope were going to be out of town. Like, everyone was out of town. I was like, what if we did something on like the Wednesday before or something? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So we set it up. So Mickey and I went to play golf. And then we waltzed into Kung Fu after. And everyone popped up, said surprise. And then they made Mickey bang the gong with the, with a big old double-sided dilly. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Which apparently fits your birthday or they're they on make a you bachelor party. Yeah, they make you do it. That's yeah. my worst nightmare. But yo, Mickey took it like a champ. It clearly Diddy now. Clearly it was not his first time <laughs> handling a double sided dilly. <laughs> double sided. And I'm not dilly. referring to armadillos from our earlier episodes either. <laughs> Talking about a uh well a uh, a slong dong. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, so anyways, uh, like the week before my birthday, or I think even just a few days, it's like maybe the Friday before, because it was on a Tuesday, I said, yo, Mick, I said, I can't wait to see what kind of surprise party <laughs> that you plan for me, since I was responsible for helping plan two surprise parties for you. <laughs> and I just, you know, was being an asshole, and I was like, and man. You? being an asshole i know right who would have thought <laughs> why am i single and <laughs> and i was like damn me i can't wait i'm so excited and i'm like y'all must be doing a hell of a job because whoever y'all have working on the inside is someone i least expect because so far nobody's asked me what i'm doing that's wh- not true what i, I want to do what if i'm gonna be free all of that i was the one that was like you better plan your birthday motherfucker or we're doing nothing yeah Okay, so, so then the next, the next morning, Phil and I came here. For, I can't remember why, but he was like, yo, so Mickey's harassing me about your party, and he wants to do, he wants to do like a group dinner on Tuesday night. So he told you? Phil told you that? He said group dinner on a Tuesday night. And I was like, well, of course Mickey's telling you this, because Mickey has the worst poker face out of, out of anybody. You can hear it in his voice. You, you can see it in his text. Mickey, you know I love you, dog, but damn. Stick to the roulette table, bruh. <laughs> no poker for you and and so phil's telling me like all right so tuesday night uh we're gonna do dinner at this place and i was like bruh i am i got plans tuesday night you can't just do this shit whatever phil was like fine then what do you want to do i was like honestly he said yeah I said for real he goes go on i said i want to play laser tag <laughs> at laser quest he goes cool laser quest thursday we'll make it happen he goes then later in the week, our buddy Jackson, who's in real estate, was like, hey, I'm having this open house thing Saturday night. I need y'all to come to it. So we were like, all right. So Phil, I, I tried to get out of it. Phil was like, Steve, you need to be available on Saturday. Oh, my God. And I was like, all right. Everyone was right. They were worried you weren't going to show up. Hell no, I wasn't going to show up. I was getting <laughs> pissed. I was getting pissed because I didn't eat anything beforehand. And, and uh, Phil picks me up, he p- picks me up late, and I'm in a bad mood, and then we're supposed to go pick up Rachel Fleischer on the way to wherever we were going, and uh, Bert was like, are we supposed to pick her up? And Phil says, no, her roommate's going to bring her. And then we get halfway downtown, and Phil's like, fuck, now she says she needs a ride, let's go. I'm like, god damn it, y'all, I'm starving, <laughs> like, can you pull over, let me get like a, a $5 footlong or something. <laughs> And then, and then uh, once we got there, I was like, all right, something's up. 
but I was surprised. Oh my gosh, when you were open the door and you're like, Kiki Kitty. <laughs> I thought everyone was going to lose it. Uh, I, did anyone get that on camera? Yeah, somewhat, yeah. <laughs> a, few, a, a couple people did actually. So I'm glad they got it. I was also expecting you to like walk up the stairs and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I thought at the uh, last second, because when I turned the corner and I saw all like food. all the food, I thought about pulling my phone out real quick and, and having and, and it. Videoing it. Yeah, but I was like, you know what? Just get, just be ready for it. No, you are acting. So you did know then. I I feel like you in that it's it happened so quick that I feel like it's like you couldn't process in time. I knew we were not going to an open house at eight o'clock on a Saturday night because open house, but. But oh my gosh. The, the way they told, they did really good at covering, covering it up. They were like, it's not necessarily an open house. It's more of like an event Jackson's hosting for the real estate community being like, hey, this is who I am. This is one of the houses that I have. Like, I'm just inviting people over. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. We're going to my surprise party. But I didn't think it was going to be a raid. That was surprising. <laughs> and to see everybody there, that was very surprising. So it was, it oh, was great. Man. It was great. Well, I thought it sounds like we didn't pull it off as well as we thought we did. Y'all know damn well that if if I wasn't even given the slightest tipped off then it was just left on me to get there, I would have showed up two oh, hours later. Yeah. So Phil had to do Phil never broke it. I think at one point Phil says, Steve, remember how Mickey was being a real dickwad about what you were trying to do for him during his birthday? And I said, Yeah, he goes. I need Phil, you to make oh yourself God. available Saturday night. Okay? And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. It was the worst. Hey, it worked. It was good. I was surprised. I was surprised to see everybody there. Everything that you're saying, con everything that you just said I knew contradicts what, I knew what statement. I was walking into, but yeah, I was surprised. Like Y'all didn't <laughs> surprise me, but it was great. <laughs> and if you didn't show up to it, because, okay, let's be real. Phil said, make a list. Make a list. And I just like was scrolling through Some my phone. We're out of town though. Well, they're dead to me. Uh oh, <laughs> Harry and Hope. Y'all are dead to him. They know. They know. They know. They made it they too late. They need a laser tag. They you did. had two parties. You fucking bitch. You need to quit bitching. I ain't bitching. <laughs> I'm just saying people are dead to me. <laughs> and if you didn't make it to the thirtieth surprise birthday, we'll try again in ten years. Maybe you can make it to the forty. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, hopefully you'll have uh, a girl in your life that can plan it so it won't be Mickey and Phil. A girl or a woman? Uh, oh, probably a girl. The girls you're fucking with. Oh, what? All them? All them? Uh, <laughs> Instagram <laughs> models. Oh, yeah. Of course. All the influencers. <laughs> influencers. Yo, can you hear my air quotes? Yo, Brie, DM me back. <laughs> <laughs> Brie? I don't know. It just sounds like a good <laughs> Instagram model name. That probably has like 2.7 million followers and, you know. I feel like it'd be very hard to plan a surprise party for me. Because I'm pretty controlling. Like about like what I want to do on my birthday. Well, Rachel, all I have to say is. Do not have a surprise party for me. I need, when I tell you to be somewhere at a certain time, just be at that place at a certain time and know that there is no surprise party. And then watch you show up with the intention to be like, oh, shit, well, there's a surprise party. And then you show up at a certain place at a certain time, and there's nobody there, and you're all let down. Then I'm going to get pissed, <laughs> yeah. 
Surprise! Little Rachel move. No, for real, don't blame me as a surprise party. You can't plan one right after I planned one for you. I don't know. Well, and do you even know what I'm doing on my birthday? I'm not even having like a big party like I normally do. Like, you know, you don't, you don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you throw me a surprise party, I will legit be pissed. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, I got something to, something to read to you real quick. Great. These are members of the group chat. The Joke Master. You. Post the best jokes and riffs is clever and slippery. Whoa, it's my first time reading that line. <laughs> clever and slippery. I think that describes you. Never makes poor quality posts. Not poor quality jokes. I do make those. But poor quality posts. Um, ducks out when a real post storm begins to brew. So gets in, drops the bomb, gets the fuck out. I Joke that's master. still you. Joke master's apprentices assist the joke master in riffs, posts, memes, occasionally makes poor quality posts, has to redeem self quickly, still has much to learn. <laughs> Who's that in your group? How many uh, group texts are you a part of? Like two or three. I would say. Is there anyone that's in the exact same one? Me and Bert are in the same like four group texts. Nah, I don't think any overlap actually. <laughs> Um, I would say, I don't know who Joke Master's Apprentice is, but I know who the next few are. The Riff Assassin never fails to ruin the energy, forcing everyone to stop posting for about 30 minutes, which it says the minimum time required to change a topic. Biologically tuned to making poor quality posts at the worst possible moment. <laughs> Do you have someone who just sucks in the group chat? You don't have to add them right now, but um, yeah, Michael Williams for <laughs> sure. We like created a whole nother uh, Snapchat group because he wouldn't stop posting this one like event that he went to. And we were like, Michael, please quit sending us photos from this party. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to see, we'll watch it on your story. Right. He's the type of person, too, that, like, while you're standing there, he's like, look at my story. I'm like, bro, I'm also here. <laughs> I just watched you, number one, video that. But oh I also God. saw it firsthand. <laughs> so that's your riff assassin right there. Yeah, it's All right. Michael for sure. The analyst. The anal list. The analyst comes bearing knowledge unsolicited to the <laughs> eager minds in the group chat, and all will drink their fill. Brings up current topics and explains them. I also like to call this person Captain Obvious. <laughs> Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> also late to the meme game, too. <laughs> the lecturer incites real post storms, despised by the joke master, frequently infuriated, tries to mend bad behavior of the group chat with long, poor quality posts. Would you have any idea who that would be in my group chat? I don't I'll know. give you a hint. He's your roommate. Wait, what was it called again? The lecturer. Is it Oren? Despised by the joke master, frequently infuriated, and tries to mend bad behavior of the group with long, poor quality posts. Yes. Oren. And then, of course, uh, and this is, this is your other roommate, the article poster. Quote, whoa, didn't know about this. 
Works well with the analyst. Can fill in other roles as needed. That's Elliot. Always posting. So, everybody, think about think about your group chat. <laughs> and I don't uh, feel like that's really like uh, I don't know. Only like a couple of people come to mind. When well, I think if you have a group chat of ten people and these are only six, I think people. Uh, you know, there can be multiple joke masters and multiple. Uh, Riff assassin, multiple Michaels, and all of that <laughs> in there. But just thought I'd share that. I really hate when you're like trying to like lock in like plans and someone derails the conversation with like something new. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wait, I need to know if everyone can come to this. <laughs> yeah. The next thing you know, three more texts and it's gone off the screen forever. I remember when I still had the phone that would flip both ways. So it would flip up and then it'd flip. Like oh your sidekick no it wasn't a sidekick your next like tail chirp <laughs> it was like an LG something BlackBerry hey I had that one too Did you? holy shit oh man I used man. to text Twitter from it yeah but um I remember when because I didn't have an iPhone until I'm, I was out of college so like 2011 or 12 damn um I got it when I moved back home for like that six months and um but I remember. Britt would be in this group chat with some of the other girls in our sorority that had an iPhone. I remember being so jealous that I couldn't be a part of it because hey. I didn't have an iPhone. And guess what? Now and you're now I'm like, God damn it. Now, I want to leave this group. Now you're on the other end and you're like, <laughs> get out here with your green text looking ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> your broke ass. And at least you can like mute the conversation now. What? I'm kidding. I know all oh, about I was that like, mute. What? You know I don't you respond mute to every text. conversation. You just have your well. Do you want to see how you're many you're better at uh responding to my text these days? Oh my god. Is that in the the triple digits? What is that? Wait, let me use my 2020 vision. Does that say 134? 124. 124. Of unread. What the fuck? All right, granted, some of those are group chats. And so if I open it, then like 40 will be taken we'll off. Go of away. That's insane. And that's all I'm going to say. Whew, that stressed me out. Phil looked at it. It stressed Phil out the other day. And I was like, well, I kind of like it that way. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> like, oh shit. You trying to come at the petty king? Your ass is going to be left on red. Or I just ain't going to respond. Yeah, you just won't respond. If you really want to get my attention. At me on Twitter, at Tweety G, Tweety G. <laughs> Sometimes when Stevie doesn't respond, I'm just like, will you just let me know you're okay? Yeah, like you did last night. <laughs> like, no, oh. I'm freezing my ass off trying to catch this Snorlax out here at the park. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness, goodness. Yeah, so uh, I thought that, that group chat thing was funny. We all we all got those people in there. Every group has a Michael or an Orin. I'm not in any group chats with you, but I imagine you'd be. No one ever includes you because, like, my, like, the friends that. Y'all used to text me on the side. Yeah, could be like, Yo, anything I'm that in. we include Stevie in, we always uh, text him separately. Well, I will say this. I'm a big fan of group me. Yeah, I've never really used that. That's good for people who have who don't have yeah. right now. If you are in, if if you are blessed, like I'm in this one uh, KA group chat on iPhone, you can't get in it if you have if you don't have an iPhone. How many people are in it in that? 
40, Do you almost have a, 50. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's, y'all talk on there a lot? Um, when we're, when like some, when some relevant shit's going on, we've had a lot of b- birthdays in the last 10 days. So there's been a lot of happy birthday stuff. And nowadays it's very simple. So the, usually the first person will say happy birthday so-and-so or send a meme and then everyone will just like it or heart it or thumbs up. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's not like active. There's only some active shit like going on. Do you on have for them all named? Stuff. Yeah, everyone's named. Got them all. That's a good feature, being yeah. able to name them. Yeah, today was uh, is Cody Purvis's birthday, so they were like, "Happy birthday, Purvis!" And I said, "Happy birthday, Birthis," because <laughs> that's my style of humor. Uh, uh, I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, yo, it's the end of the month. It is. Are you a twenty-five percenter or a sixty-six percenter? And for those who are just now tuning in for your first episode, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, like. Only 25% of people make it through the end of the year with their New Year's resolutions and like 66% uh, end them before January's over. And we're at like, the end of January. Where are you at with them? Um, Same as I was last week. I feel like I'm at like 80%. I'm not going to totally give up on the, I didn't finish that book. <laughs> but I feel like I'll probably finish it next week. Okay. And then better start another and then one. I got to start on the next one like. Pick up a quick, a quick read. Because really, okay, so the I wanted to read 12 books total. I didn't necessarily limit myself to a month, but that's just more like my plan of attack. For sure. So. I imagine, I mean, I hope you don't get sick, but if you got sick and were out for a bit and you're like, yo. Um, I, mean, I feel like I still haven't like. Sorry. I, didn't <laughs> I was like, oh, she's about to sneeze. <laughs> Is she going to have this need? I feel like I, I mean, I'm definitely better not sick, but I'm like still coughing. Well, fuck. It's fluctuated like before last week, last Monday. That's the longest I've been sick ever. It was 60 degrees outside. From like Christmas well into January. Like, I mean, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. What about you? How are yours going? Yo, so Rachel said we went to Slim and Husky's Pizza, and I had my first Coke. Uh, Well, my second Coke. Because remember, when I was in L.A., I had one at the... But I didn't count that because I didn't want to... There was... I was like, fuck. Because you're a cheater. Because I'm a (laughs) a cheater. Because I'm not... I don't keep my word. But this one... (laughs) I was really upset, too, because at at the fight... I thought it was gonna be like fountain coke, fountain drink, and they were, I was like, I'll have one five dollar fifty cent coke, please. They're like, yeah, the bottle's over there, and I was like, oh, but he handed me a cup. It's an expensive bottle of coke. Yeah, venue shit, right? Did it have actual coke? Yeah, right. For real, for that, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, because <laughs> uh, you know I'd be sneefing up a storm all the time. <laughs> Uh, but tonight I had that glass bottle Mexican Ooh, Coke yeah, with that that's a good with that hundred percent Colombian cane <laughs> sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a good choice. I got uh, Stevie's favorite Dasani. <laughs> oh uh, man! Oh, don't drink it in front of me. Oh, you're sick. <laughs> Yo, so you mentioned you mentioned that one of the things that's really helped you, like. Get my life in order. Yeah. 
Yes, in general. Honestly, okay. So I, I, I really am. I'm more organized than the average Joe, I would say. But like, it's more like when it comes to like certain things. Like my work computer is like it's immaculate. Like how like I've got everything like divided into like clients. Everything has a spot. Like oh, only look at the left side yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to make the left side. Yeah, um, it, even down to like photos that I've like saved. Like I've got everything down to like the event. Like this is separate from work. I mean, like personal stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know. I got. I can't lie. I'm a little bit of a hoarder, and I'm not very good at like if I grab something, I don't immediately put it back. And a lot of it is because I just have too much shit that I just feel like I'm like constantly trying to reorganize Moving something from yeah. one place to the yeah. other pick it up set it yeah and I'll like you. since i i still need to read the book which maybe that'll be my february book so the book you're talking about oh yeah is is uh so get, i, I want to get it right the, i want to get right. mary kondo marie kondo marie kondo and yeah. she has a show on netflix and she has a book so it started with the book and the book is called the life-changing magic of tidying up the, uh, and then, like, the subtitle is The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing. Uh, my sister's read it, and she's had her... Um, so it's all about, like... there. I guess there's, like, a couple different things, which once I read the book, I guess I'll know more about it. But from the show, this is what I can gather. It's all about, number one, only keeping things that, like, spark joy. Aside from, like... There are things that you need to have to live, like in terms of like certain toiletries or like certain things to cook with. And like, obviously you need clothes. my dental floss does not spark joy. (laughs) But like, so you need those things that are like necessary. But when it comes to like other stuff that you have, it's like just not to have just like too much stuff and stuff that you want to keep. So like, I guess like how you would describe like sparking joy because it's like when it comes to like clothes, I feel like women for sure, they keep stuff that they don't necessarily fit in. And they always think like maybe one day I'll lose weight. And so it's like you need to kind of decide, do you why do you want to keep this? Like, do, why does this spark joy for you? Is it a waste for you to just have this sitting sure. in your closet? So like that's just like a an example of like. How you kind of clothes and shoes yeah. are a big one for sure. Um, but the show for sure, like it shows um, a bunch of different types of people kind of dealing with like different sort of things. Like there's this one woman who lost her husband. And so she's like wanting to kind of like get rid of some of his stuff, but be like intentional about it. And it's like, God, that was actually probably my favorite episode, but it's like really hard watching her. Like, obviously she wants to keep like, his memory around, but she ultimately decided, like, I still have his memory, like, my memories, like, but I don't need a bunch of his stuff lingering in the house, like that, you know what I mean? For sure. Um, But then it goes all the way through, like, uh, people who just have, like, way too many, like, Christmas decorations to, like, whole families that are, like, organizing their house and teaching kids, like, how to have, like, the skills to keep, like, a tidy home. So you were telling me one of the things about it was like 
she even does even basic stuff like how to how to fold and store clothes in yeah. drawers. To so wear. I'd say that's like the other half of it. Like number one, that part that I we were just talking about. But the other part is like how to organize and how to fold your clothes, which she's come up with this method called the KonMari method. Mickey, take notice. <laughs> Mickey is the best at folding. Is so he? yes, Mickey so, is a, is a folder. Depending on like what kind of like like type of clothes that it is. Um, there's a different way to fold it, but it's all about storing things so they kind of like sit up. Nothing's really stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So you can, when you open your drawer, you can see every Everything. single thing. Because you were telling which me, which is so true. If like, you don't see it, you then forget you, about you forget it. it. And if you forget about it, you'll it, never wear it. It should be gone. Yeah, right. Well, and I actually did this when I lived with Allie. I um, turned all my hangers the opposite way so that I could see at the end of the year what I didn't wear and I got rid of most of the stuff because I'm like I didn't even fucking wear some of this I stuff. I did that you know? before uh before Thanksgiving and a lot of them were like long sleeve button downs, which with the exception of right now, <laughs> uh I don't wear a lot of them them things. So yeah, I really did don't. that. I put them all uh facing the opposite way and I said, you know what? After uh after the end of March, after Q one, if I didn't wear any of these things over the cold months, I'm getting rid of them. Yeah. So. But I love, like, the whole, like, spark joy thing. I, I feel like a lot of people struggled with it because um, they go back and forth between, like, well, do I, like, this is, I'm going back to, like, another clothes example. But for me, like, I had so many things where I was like, well, this is, like, work appropriate. So I've been holding on to it. But sure. I ultimately decided, like, this doesn't really spark joy. Even when I wear this at work, I don't feel cute. I don't really like it. So, like, why do I fucking have it? So I got rid of all that stuff. I feel you. So now I be wearing the same stuff, <laughs> like, banties to work. <laughs> I got one. So I got a lot of, like, posters, a lot of sports posters that I had. Not, not like trashy ones growing up, like ripped or anything that mm -hmm. were like the centerfold of Sports Illustrated magazine or anything. But I have like some dope ass posters that I found as as like collector's items and at yard sales and all of that. So they're they're they don't take up a lot of room. They probably take up maybe like two feet total when they're all stacked together. And some of them are framed and whatnot. But they're up at the top of my closet, and it's like I know that that. Two feet by however tall they are, I could fit some, you know, that would open up a lot of space. It's probably yeah. about the size of maybe of like one or two lockers, like school lockers, not mm -hmm. the big one, but the half ones. So I'm like, I think about it, and my, the thing that keeps me, drawing me to keep is like, well, one day when I have a man cave or when I have an office, a proper office of my own, I'm going to put those posters up. But in, until then, you know, they're just sin, sitting there, and it's like, yeah. and to be honest, I, I know of like a Michael Jordan and a Derek Jeter one that are up there, but I can't tell you what the other ones are. I think that you should like go through them, make a separate pile of like, these are the ones that I like for sure. These spark joy. I love these. I don't care if they're sitting in my closet because I love them mm -hmm. and I don't want to get rid of them. And then you can decide from there if you want to get rid of any of the other ones. And honestly, if you keep all of them, like... If you want to keep them, you want to keep them. I would yeah. just think of a way that you could, like, display them currently. Like, right. there's got to be a way that you could, like, put them up, even though it's not, like, 
I mean, you're, you don't like own a house. So like maybe but when I do, I'll have all of them up. Exactly. And then if I meet a lady, she's going to come in and be like, yeah, all of these are coming down. Cause like I have a ton of artwork stuff that I've made or like show posters that I've bought like over the years. And I don't have them all displayed right now, but I didn't get rid of any of them because I know same, like when I'm not living at, when you have your own place. Yeah. When I'm not living with Oren, then my house is going to be full of all that stuff. Yeah. So all that sparks joy for me. And that she doesn't make you like feel guilty about it. Like there were like several things where like when I'm watching the show, I'm like, why do they want to keep that? That makes no sense. But she's just like, okay, let's find like a special place for it. I feel like it's like kind of become a big like phenomenon as it as it's like because you feel you've heard about it. Right. But you haven't. It, Americans have like so much stuff. Like we're n- notorious. It's like a stereotype of Americans. Like we've got all this stuff. Everything's big, huge, lots of space. Consumer capitalistic yeah. society. So like her Freedom. coming from like a Japanese culture, like everything like has a purpose. Like you know, so it's like interesting. Like her coming in and teaching these different people, like. All your things need to have meaning and purpose. I guess that's the best way to summarize it all. So that encompasses things that spark joy and things that you need. It all has like meaning and purpose. That's Whether dope. that's like specific to you or something you literally need. Like And so this show, the show's on Netflix, right? Yeah. That's awesome because um that actually segues into one of our topics, our main topics tonight which is the greatest thing that has ever happened in the human experience, which is the TV. The TV. I love TV. I do too. I don't watch enough of it, I feel like but I love it. People have really shit on me in the past for how much TV I watch. I'm like, uh, I mean, I just like it. I've always just watched too much TV. To you know, I think, I think I'm, I'm the person that watches the least amount of TV that I know. I don't know anyone who watches less TV. Well, that's probably just because you watch The Office on a loop. And I haven't watched The Office at all this January. So if you just watch nothing, I got, you don't even watch TV? I got some new shows that I've, I've been stuck on that mm. I fall asleep to. But Rachel and I were talking, I think maybe three episodes ago. And we, we ran out of time and we were going we to continue this, the following one, but then we ran out of time. And boy, did we run out of time. We, we came back and finished it the following day. <laughs> um, but we want to talk about how we feel like we are in the experiencing the golden age of TV. Now, we looked up when the actual golden age of TV was, and that was like the 40s and 50s or some shit, you know, when well, the TV like, first came out. It Yeah, but it, it keeps saying, like, we're in the second wave. Well, and there's a different article that was saying that, the golden age was like the 2000s to present. Yeah, I I think if this is this is the golden age, maybe that was like the silver age or the silver age, the copper, the stone well, age. Well, it's like yeah, of course, when they first started having all like the TV in general, that was considered the golden. Yeah, age. they couldn't even get sound <laughs> to work on that shit. They didn't. All I do is plug in one of those red, yellow, and white cords in the back, and it wouldn't work. <laughs> right? Yeah. So Rachel, and I was saying that. We're, we're experiencing the golden age of TV, and, uh, you know, there's just, there's just so many different ways to watch right now. I mean, if you, have, if you have traditional cable or satellite dish, there's Netflix and Chill, Hulu and Screw, HBO Go and Bone, Amazon Prime and 69, 
And Rachel's favorite, YouTube and Lube. <laughs> Did you come up with all of those on your own? You, I wish y'all could have seen his face. He was so happy reading all of those. Did you make him up, or did you see him somewhere? I think Amazon Prime is sixty nine is the one that I've I've I feel like I've I've done that one on my own. <laughs> I'm sure someone else has done it, but no, I got those from a from a show that I'm currently watching. Oh, yeah, and and the one that's it's on a Canadian network called Crave Crave TV, and mm -hmm. so they call it Crave and Misbehave. Crave and Misbehave. Yeah. So there's all these different ways to watch. I didn't even have cable until I moved in with Oren and Elliot. Really? Now they've got so many channels. And I mean, I watch it, so I don't know why I'm saying they. But, like, I don't even use it to, it's like, like, I'm not even getting my money's worth out of it because there's just so much stuff to do. It overwhelms You're me. You're right. My, my, parents, <laughs> my parents just, uh, they cut their cable, and now they just have the, H, uh, the, the Hulu uh, live. Oh. And so so now they have they have Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, which isn't just for TV. That's what and, I have. and HBO. So with all That's of those exactly together, it comes out to like fifty or sixty bucks, whereas mm -hmm. cable is something like what, after after your first year contract, it's like a hundred or hundred and twenty bucks or something. So it's definitely worth it. And you still get everything live well you know 60 second delay but whatever just don't look at your phone or look at your phone because you can stream everything <laughs> from your phone and those devices now i think that's i think this right here how many different ways to watch and stream and where you can watch it is why it's the golden age it's awesome like anyone can make their own tv show really and put it on youtube that's crazy youtube facebook now has it to where like I know. I remember this. There were a lot of people. So YouTube recently changed their monetization policy, and they they built criteria that was like, "Yo, we're only going to start paying out royalties once you have X number of subscribers and X number of accumulated hours viewed within a 12 month period." I think it was like, I want to say it was 10,000 subscribers and or uh, over 4,000 accumulative. Uh, hours viewed in 12 months so what's the purpose of that just to benefit people who are putting out like a bunch of content that and it's it's i mean you want you look at one way it's like oh the rich get richer the poor get poor it was like hey we're not paying out everyone now we're we're yeah. only gonna we're gonna be focusing more on our big content ones so there were some people or some accounts that were successful but didn't meet the the criteria and so they said fuck it well youtube's not or some of them that were making a living on youtube youtube changed it and and cut their cut their royalty rate so they said fuck it we're gonna go on do it on facebook now and because now there's like face people that upload shows their own content directly to facebook but i think that's the coolest thing rachel and i were talking about how the old tv format was you had to watch what what was on when it was on and that completely changed with like TiVo. You could record stuff. I mean, really God, changed I remember, with the VCR where you yeah, could record you could to record, the tape. We would record things on tape, I remember. For anyone and under the age of 25 right now that, that's listening, you may be a little lower than our demographic, <laughs> but a VCR. <laughs> a VCR. Actually, I'm not even going to try to explain it. Google VCR for you young kids out there. And uh, that's what we had to deal with. But what were you going to say? I you remember my brother one. taped over something. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. My mom was pissed. Damn. 
think he was recording like wrestling or something like oh, that. Oh hell yeah! I don't know. <laughs> Stone Cold. But that's so true though. Like it, and and I don't remember like I don't know growing up. Like I would just watch what was on. Like I would I like you just watch what was on. Yeah. You know. I mean, there were definitely things that you would turn tune in at a certain time to watch. But other All than that, that, like you would just you just watch what was ever what. I would just watch HGTV. Did you ever watch all that on Nickelodeon? Yeah, like, and like Nickelodeon and Disney Channel. Night. I watched Trading Spaces and shit like that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. So like I feel I feel like in the late nineties, early two thousands we had that was kinda like the we're okay, we're we're opening the door. The light of the golden age of TV is shining in. And then we may have like Take a few steps back down the stairs with all the trash reality TV, or you can make the I argument love trash that reality trash reality TV. TV is part of the reason why it's so good. I love it so much. I mean, if you think about Survivor, that's like totally changed the like oh yeah game in terms of like uh, game shows and reality TV for sure. Real Housewives, <laughs> Meet the Flockas. Oh, is that a show? Not yet. I don't think. I really hope they make it a show. It's crazy. But like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, all of that. Yeah. You, what was what was the show that you remember growing up that that you were a fan of that you were like not just a fan but you're like yo this is one of my favorite shows as a kid. Did you have one at as all? As a kid, I always watched that Bug Juice show that was like that was like a reality camp show. That was Bug Juice my summer at camp. That yeah. was a reality show um, for kids. Oh my god. God, what else did I watch? I would watch all that. Really, anything that was on Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon and Disney, Disney, I would watch for sure. I love those Disney movies too. The Disney original movies, yeah. Blink, yeah. Johnny Tsunami. I still say that when someone's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Nunya, Nunya, <laughs> Nunya business." <laughs> were That's you uh, were you team uh, Pup and Suds or team X Factor X Blade? Uh, well, that was the the bad guys, right? X Blade. <laughs> yeah. You pup and suds? Yeah, pup yeah, and suds. You would, because you're a soul skater, <laughs> not a sellout. <laughs> I skate because I love it. <laughs> not uh, for the fame and glory. Oh, fucking loser. <laughs> X-Blade trying to drop the bag. You remember way too much about this movie. I love that one. <laughs> uh, my favorite growing up, third grade, South Park. South Park. And I wasn't the only one whose parents let him watch it because we came in that Thursday morning and we're like, yo, we saw this show last night. Like, oh, I saw it too. Like, like, God damn it, Kitty. And just all the new words were introduced. I've never really gotten into South Park. I think you'd really like it now because they, they take everything from the most current social issues and completely obliterate how people are in the wrong with it and all that, but they do it in toilet humor and it's hysterical. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, it's, uh, that was, that was one of mine growing up. And of course, like you said, everything on Nickelodeon, Disney, all the, all the kids stuff. Um, one thing we couldn't really do when we were kids was binge watch. Yeah. Because there was no, unless, unless like, I guess when DVDs came out, like um, the the if like a show had a series on DVDs in the early part, like the box sets, which by the way cost an arm and a, you remember when yeah. box sets cost like four hundred dollars? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we put we were able to fit we were able to fit nine seasons on twenty six DVDs because that's how <laughs> shit technology was back then. 
it's like I remember like when DVDs that was like the new way to watch and they would get scratched. Like surely there's like a better way to do this. Yeah. It just didn't <laughs> like, make any sense. Yo, my VHS ain't getting scratched. <laughs> Yeah, you would go to a you would go to Blockbuster again for anyone under the age of twenty five. Um, Blockbuster was a place where you would go. God, they're, I no even no bother explain. They're not going to understand it. Um, <laughs> There's still some like Family Video is still open in Murfreesboro. Is it really? Yeah. How? I don't know. I feel like in smaller communities, like some of them have survived, but they're all like really small, family owned type. Things. Yeah, I guess that cool. you got to have another specialty service or something. Maybe it's that room in the back that's Ew. keeping them alive. Hey, family video. Was it family video? God, was can you imagine having to go get your porn at the like back room? That would be so bizarre. Um, was family video the movie rental place across from kind of across from Greek Row, and then they moved it. What mm-hmm. was it? You remember that one, though? That was a video uh, rental place. What was that one called? I can't think of the name, but I heard they had a back room. But They definitely did. But you had That a, one that's it's now like a Domino's or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, Family Video is like uh, close to that Kroger on Old La- Las Casas. Yeah, yeah, I know where the Family Video is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Madison worked there. That's right. Did uh they didn't have a backroom section where I don't know family video probably not. Well, maybe that was one of their things. It's like oh we're family video, but then you know the the dad comes in and goes hey I'm here for my premium membership like oh yes sir no, right this way you're not Le- leave really- your family in the car no no okay <laughs> yeah I I can't imagine going to like rent pornography well, from a video store. Well, you think about store. like yeah like you're picking up this ooh. Especially when the internet got all that shit for free. <laughs> but yeah, going to Blockbuster and renting renting a movie because remember, at first you had to have a you had to have a Blockbuster membership, yeah. so you had to pay that annually. Then you still had to pay to rent. I would beg my mom, like, "Can we please get this popcorn or snacks?" She would never let us. Hell no! <laughs> like, I'm already paying five fifty per movie. That we got to bring back in two days. And then you get it home and the DVDs all scratch the fuck up. Um, Netflix originally started as like, it was just, the, they'd send you the DVDs. mailing, yeah. Because Reed, my brother, was uh, grandfathered in to like, where he had the streaming and the, because you would oh, pay before. Oh yeah, I remember before. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could you could do either or, or pay for both. But Reed had both at like the cheapest price. I thought that was so cool. They're advertising it first because it was all it was all um, it was all TV commercials where it was like, you know, sign up, pay this much a month, we'll mail you know, click online what movies you want, we'll mail you the DVDs, keep them for as long as you want, send them back, we'll send you some more. And yeah. it was just like, yo, this sounds incredible. Genius. Yeah, and Blockbuster was like, Psh, these nerds with their inter- with their internet, like nothing's ever gonna replace. Coming to Blockbuster on a Friday night and renting a good old VHS tape that the person who rented it before you left finished, so you have to rewind it when you get home. And be kind, rewind. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. My granddad still has like a separate rewinder. Like you like put it, you put the VHS yep. in there, and its only job is to rewind the tape. God, there's bless. a separate that machine was, for that. That was a thing. Uh, 
my gosh. Um, well, one of my favorite things about Netflix is being able to binge stuff. Cause I don't like to watch, I can't wait week after week. Hey, and, Sometimes ne- and Netflix knows that, which they is do why know that. now they put up the, they're like, the whole hey, guess season. what? February 1st, we drop in the whole season of this. You can watch it in 10 hours if you want, or you can watch it in 10 weeks. Yeah. There are sometimes, like with The Walking Dead, I just wait until that comes out on Netflix because sure. I just don't want to, I just don't want to wait. <laughs> do you remember the first show that you, that you binged? Um, I'm only asking because I, I just thought of mine. Dead, actually. Yeah. Mom was Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. And, and I remember hearing how dope Breaking Bad was from, from people of all walks of life, from like older, older folks to younger folks, everyone. They're like, yo, this show is awesome. And I'm like, well, damn, it must be really good if, you know, old, old Bryce, uh, Ma- yeah, yeah if, if Malcolm in the Middle pops is, is in it and all this, which I'll get to in a second. But, <laughs> but I remember being like, you know what? One day when I have time, I'll sit and I will watch 40 hours of that shit. 40 hours. Right? And, and sure enough, in 2015, and I was, I was going through a breakup, I was like, you know what? I just need like a couple days to chill and not think about anything. And, uh, that's, Except breaking that. That's when I did it. And then that, that got me motivated to be yeah. like, all right, let's go cook up some drugs. <laughs> I would sell meth to make stacks of cash. F- How who do I wouldn't? get in the drug game? <laughs> yeah, right. If uh, if any f- federal agents are listening right now, and you could advise us, or any drug dealers, um, you can send payments to at Rach Facio on Venmo. <laughs> this will also put you in the raffle drawing. <laughs> Just drop a light 50 in there There are shows that you're forced to watch week by week, though. Well, unless you do want to wait, like we were just talking about. Yeah. But Game of Thrones, I do watch that week by week. Have to. When the new season comes out. Well, especially if you don't want to see, like, spoilers and stuff, which those are unavoidable on Facebook. Shit, you can't walk down. uh, When Game of Thrones is active, you can't walk down a hall without somebody talking about it. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. Here's the thing. I, I think this is this is the rule of thumb with spoilers. For a show like Game of Thrones, you get 24 hours from when it airs first at, what is it, 7 or 8 o'clock on a Sunday night? Mm. You, you get, nobody talks about it Monday unless someone else's, that person's talked about it. After that, it's open game. If you don't watch it within the first 24 hours, sorry, it's, <laughs> it's spoiler city. And do not tell me that you haven't seen it yet because I will spoil the shit. Ask you, Harry. You would really do that? It's messed up. Well, it's what he gets for not watching it within 24 hours. Um, I will say one, like, con to TV. I feel like some series don't know when to end. Oh, yeah. Like, like and uh, then it's just like, like, well, for instance, Walking Dead. It's gotten so fucking crazy. Like, I used to, like, I couldn't wait till the new season came out. But now I'm just like, eh, I'll get around to it. Just is, because it is it still it's going? Gotten, yeah, it's still going. So It's cr- just gotten so crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've only seen snippets of maybe one or two episodes of The Walking Dead. I don't know who the cast is. I don't know anything. But to my understanding, this is what the, the entire plot is. Something that we need or something that is of value to us is over there. Mm-hmm. And in between us and what, wherever there is are zombies. And then you get you find a way to get to it. Maybe some shit happens in between, but you get there. And then it's like, oh, well, now something that we need 
of help is over there, and we have to get to it, and there's zombies in the way. I is mean, that the entire plot? I what's get, the What's the end game? I mean, the end game is just like, I don't know, build like a su- sustainable community where like, I don't, I don't want to like give too much away, but in the beginning, it was like super interesting because I like the whole like survival aspect yeah. of it. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, the world's gone to shit. You can't like the government, there's no police, like you're on your fucking own. Like you're also dealing with like dangerous people on the road that want to take the shit from you. So there's like, there's more to it than just like, we need to go get more food from the, like there's more to it than that. But I mean, essentially, yeah, it's like, we're just trying to not get bit by these zombies. I know, I know the production's really dope. And I know a lot of people watch it for the production. Speaking of which, it used to be you you had to have um, direct TV to be able to watch it on cable before. What's it on now? Uh, is it on AMC? It's, so it is on a it is on a cable network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I remember like with certain certain um, cable provider contracts, you that would be once Walking Dead like was as became as big as it is. Uh, AMC became like one of those specialty channels that you had to pay for extra. And one of the selling points for DirecTV was like, oh, by the way, we're going to give got, you, we got gotcha. AMC. Yeah. yeah. So I, so that's kind of, again, how like the whole platform has changed for, you know, when to watch something and, uh, and, and how to watch. Yeah. But like you were saying, shows that don't know when to end. Because the first one that pops to my mind is like Law and Order, everything see Whether i disagree though because i think law and order has done like they've like they're really good about they'll pull in like uh um current events and like oh sure so i think that they do like a great job of like keeping it current so i didn't mean that in a, in a bad way i'm like oh they don't know when to end because that's that's literally you could even replace the the main actors in it and they have. And they I have. Mean, Stab- you know? Stabler's not in it anymore. Right. They've changed. I mean, the even the um, like some of the the lawyers have changed like recently too. Right. Like it, um, but I like it too because I like shows like that where um, you don't necessarily like there is like the background elements to like what's going on with the the cast, but you don't have to have seen any of the past ones. To watch what the new one is. Exactly. You know? Just like with the Answers Obvious podcast. <laughs> so y- true. You don't have to have listened to the previous episode episodes. <laughs> now, we invite you to go back and listen to be part of our running jokes, inside jokes, or even some of the episodes that you do have to listen to. <laughs> but I'd say that, like, an example of a series that doesn't know when to end is Grey's Anatomy. How many different ways can Meredith Grey die? Have you ever seen an episode? I've seen one where there was a bad windstorm and this lady got a selfie stick that went through the back of her head. Fuck! And it wasn't even her selfie stick. It was someone else. And she was on the phone with her mom saying like, hey, I love you, blah, blah, all of that, and got off the phone. And they essentially showed the last shot of the episode was like her pretty much brain dead in a coma once they got it out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I've seen. And I can tell you, I ain't never watching that shit again. Yeah, seriously, Meredith Grey has almost died, like, every season, I feel like. And I quit watching they're still, it. They're still making episodes, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Did they at one point be like, yo, this is the series finale? And then they were like, just kidding, we're going to keep this. I don't think this. so. Okay, I don't know if they did that or not. Um, 
ep- uh, others, uh, South Park and The Simpsons have been going on for like over 20 years. Yeah, this last insane. season of South Park, at the end of every episode, they had like, as they're running the credits, in the back it said, hashtag cancel South Park. I think the guys are like, yo, we went out of our contract. We're tired of doing this. I mean, we love it, but we like... You know, they're they're Damn. just like because because nowadays they used to do what whatever they wanted. It was all toilet humor. But then around halfway through, so I guess like 10, 12 years ago or whatever, they started doing current events. Some as quick as like what, something that happened the day before or the week of, which was incredible. So they've always poked fun at how how just everything is in society, certain issues, all of that, you know big phenomenons, the bird scooters, the vaping, all the school <laughs> shootings. I mean, everything they put a, they put a twist on it, but it's like when you get so far into it, it's like, yo, when does this end? When does society well, yeah. be like, yo, we're, we're, like we're cool with it. Ending. Creative person. It's just like, I don't know. It's, I feel like sometimes you got to know when it's time to move on to the next project, you know? Hey, Dave Chappelle, he was like, apparently comedy central wanted him to do stuff. He didn't want to do. He was like, fuck that. I'm done. Yeah. And and now he got paid something ridiculous, like he got paid like fifty million dollars to do two Netflix specials or something. Well, and that's a, I, exactly what I was about to bring up. Now with like things like Netflix and Hulu, it gives people the opportunity to where it's like I just want to do this little special, like not even really like a series, but it's just like yeah. a limited like series or whatever. Like I I like that so much more than just like keeping it going just for like. The sake of keeping it no, going, for sure, you know? for like, sure, I, and and I mean for shows that that have kept going for a long time, you know, like The Office or Parks and Rec or something that have several seasons, they can throw those on there too. Those you know evergreen shows, but like you'll still see Seinfeld on TBS mm-hmm. or whatever, like late at night running marathons and shit, or like King of the Hill or something, all of that. But I think I think that uh, one of the coolest things about it all is that a lot of these a lot of these shows and a lot of these different platforms really change the game so like look we can start with with premium content not your regular cable provided you know bullshit but like stars and showtime and hbo that shit started in the 80s they were like yo we are going to we're going to have our own channel that you can pay extra for but we're going to deliver on quality and that's where you where you got dope ass shows like um, Game of Thrones, Sopranos, was Sex in the City on that mm-hmm. one? Yeah. And and all of those. And then and then it got to the point where you have platforms like Netflix that was literally mailing you DVDs before there's before they went digital. And now they're creating their own movies and their own shows like House of Cards and Bird Box and shit. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And then don't they don't they do um, American Horror Story now too or something? I don't know actually. That's the show I've never really gotten into. But there there's loads out there. Oh, they did um they did that one uh, Haunting of Hill House. That was that was a big one on mm-hmm. on Netflix. But they they brought back Queer Eye with a new cast. It, so they've been doing that too. Shows yeah. that have lost their contracts on shows or, or on networks or cable channels for whatever reason, whether it was. P- political or maybe someone said something they shouldn't have said or whatever they're like you know what fuck that why don't you come on over yeah, and do it on, come on over we're to netflix it. Yeah. we don't give a fuck like so I, I wanted to bring this up last episode about bird box mm-hmm. okay so 
this this is what is crazy about this. They did little to no advertising. The greatest thing about Netflix's platform is as soon as you sign in, the first thing you would see is Haunting of Hill House or Bird Box or Planet Earth or something. And it automatically plays the trailer. It automatically plays the trailer. So it draws it and then next thing you know, people are talking about it. So right then and there, you're advertising on your own fucking platform, which is great. So within the first two weeks, over 47 million, not people, accounts streamed Bird Box. Damn. So that's like... If we had a Bird Box watch party and had like 10 people over, that would just still count from one. Yeah. So and that that accounts for more than a third of their subscription base. So I think they have I think they have something like 180 million or something. Holy shit. But it counted for more than more than a third of their subscription base. That's so crazy. That's nuts. No advertising. People can't imagine if that movie if let's just let's just do this math real quick. If Math it up. Math it up. Okay, I got this is gonna be a big number, so I gotta turn my phone sideways. sideways. <laughs> okay, let's do. I got my screen on the like auto lock, so it doesn't. Right, I, I do that sometimes when I'm you know watching movies. Movies. <laughs> uh, forty-seven million times. What's a movie ticket go for these days? An adult movie ticket, twelve bucks. Sure. In two weeks, that movie would have grossed $564 million at the box office if everyone who had an account went and paid a fucking $12 ticket. That's fucking nuts. Crazy. Crazy. God. You know, I took an entertainment marketing class in college at MTSU. Go Blue Raiders. And, um... We would have to go see, like, different movies as, like, part of our homework. It was actually a pretty dope class. I'm down to do that. Yeah. (laughs) We, like, one of the movies that I had to watch was The King's Speech. Um, Oh, yeah. But they were talking about how uh, movie theaters make the bulk of their money in, like, concessions. Yeah. not even the movies. Which is why that shit's so expensive. Yeah. And then recently movie theaters have started... Maybe not started, but it's been more of a recent thing where they sell alcohol. Like they have a, they have, yeah. a, they have beer on tap. They have a liquor's light, liquor license. Which like, duh. Why? I feel like one time should be doing that the whole time. Me, Britt, Morgan, and Madison, and our uh, whatever guy group we were hanging out with at the time, we <laughs> snuck in a whole case of Natty. <laughs> like, Bravo! I can't remember how we did it, but. Just you're sitting there, the previews come on, and you it's hear just like, like no, that's literally <laughs> what happened. It's like it just fucking cracked open a beer. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. They should have been doing that shit a long time I ago. Wish I could remember what movie we were going to see. Uh, what if it was something like Frozen? I don't know. So it, no, it was st- like something with uh, something college related. It was a shitty ass movie. Oh, the one with Zac Efron and uh, no. Seth Rogen. I can't remember the name of that no, one. No, that was more recent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I remember going to the movies as a kid, or even not just a kid, but just young adult. And I'm like, I wish they'd serve fucking ice cream here or something. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't want this shit candy that's been sitting in a box that you know I've already like. For one, they sell that shit at Walgreens. I'm sneaking that shit yeah. in all the time, and they had a special 
for like each box was 50 cents one day. Get out of here, movie theater. <laughs> like you don't have to bribe me in other ways. Now they got the reclining chairs, the leather seats, more leg, all of that stuff. Have you been to those? Yeah. Yeah. I always go to the um, one on Thompson. I just like how it looks with all those like neon lights. I remember when they built that, I, I was like, damn. That's a sweet ass theater. Yeah. Maybe it's not like state of the art on the inside. They, I haven't been to I the movies to in it. forever. Okay, I, last time last time I went inside that theater was when the first, uh, they were doing like a private screening of Creed. Not the band. The boxing, <laughs> the boxing movie. Yeah. You saw Creed? Yeah, I got Creed t- tickets. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're all, we're all, we're all. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh. and it did not change. But now, like, the Green Hills Regal, the Bellevue AMC or whatever is is like that. Um, here's another thing about just to go off of with TV in general with all the different subscription services, whether it's Amazon Prime, Hulu. Like, even even YouTube, you can watch live TV on YouTube mm-hmm. now. And it's yeah. all, what, like $9.99, $11.99 a month, something like uh, that. We it's should all about cancel the same. our cable. Right? So now there's... There's different ones, and this is kind of changing from like from sports viewing, where you know everyone's familiar with like pay per view fights. All right, uh, them fights is expensive, like eighty five bucks. Typically, when a big fight that's pay per view comes on, I'll get together with some friends. We each throw in twenty bucks or something, or someone gets food. Everyone, all, all of that, and we watch it. But but here's the thing: because it's combat sports, what if you're you paid all that money? And in the first round, Mike Tyson knocks somebody out, and you're like, well, I, I just paid. paid $85 for 35 seconds, you know? Damn. So now, now like, HBO boxing is no more, and pay-per-view is slowly dying because they now have these subscription services, whether it's ESPN+, Plus, which is like $5.99 a month, mm-hmm. or it's called, it's DZSN, or, yeah, DAZN, D-A-Z-N, DAZN, not, I pay nine ninety nine a month, and I get all the combat sports and shit on there. So now I'm what essentially what I'm paying for at the end of the year for twelve months is what I was paying for one fight. Yeah, you know, and that and there's a lot of fights every month. So I think that's cool to have it on demand, but not just on demand. Like have it on my phone. I can pay eight dollars for Wi-Fi on a flight, and I can still watch. I can still watch. Um, Either my shows on like Netflix, or I can watch live. I can live stream playoff football or something, and nobody talks to me <laughs> because because I'm all up in my. I phone. don't really watch sports, so like I don't. It's not very well, relatable I, to me. Uh, but ba- I, well, ballet. I did. <laughs> What? Uh, what are girls like? Uh, cooking oh shows. Oh my god! What the fuck are you talking about? But like, so. Um, Allie and I, we just had like a Roku TV, which you can buy like a smart TV and add all these like apps. I got that Roku. Yeah. I fucking love it. But like there, but like you were saying, like how there's like the ESPN plus, like a lot of networks will have like their, you can just pay a subscription to Mm -hmm. them. Like AMC does that where you could, you just pay them directly and you can go onto the site, log in and watch whatever you want. Exactly. And like, cause think of like what you're just saying, uh, Y'all have all these channels. You, Eleanor. I don't even. It's like think of the oh ones. Oh my gosh! Think of the I, ones that y'all actually watch. You know. I watch literally the only channel that I watch is HGTV, right. and then Bravo, and everything else that I watch on there I record. But I couldn't even tell you what 
network it's on, honestly. Exactly. So it's like, I think what my parents ended up doing was they, they wrote out all the shows that they watch and they were like, wow, all these shows are literally on eight channels. Yeah. And you're paying for all these other ones. Yeah. And, and a bunch, and a bunch of bullshit too. And so now it's like, you know what, let's go ahead and get rid of that. So what if we have, you know, eight subscription services to different stuff and a lot of them overlap too. You know, there's like, if you watch something, I, I think, I don't Well, maybe not. Maybe only shows have contracts. Like, is there a show that's on both Hulu and Netflix? Um, yeah, I think that there, there's some that will have an exclusive deal for sure with either or, but I think that like, like you can watch Parks and Rec on the office or you can watch parks and rec on hulu and on netflix yeah okay cool so it's like but still it's worth it if you're if you're paying for for five services that are gonna cost you know after tax and shit like you know 60 bucks damn like you're getting all the stuff that you want yeah and so that has like their own original shows too i don't think they're like mindy kaling's is a hulu that's right show uh what about, oh, no, I was going to say Broad City, but that was on Hulu. I think it's Comedy Central. Yeah, it's Comedy Central. But you can add Comedy Central on that shit, mm-hmm. too. So Yeah, that's that's actually how I watch Broad City. So uh, I think, no, actually, I think Comedy Central has a contract with Hulu. Oh, they do? So when, I think that when something, as soon as it, as soon as it airs or even when it, and now I may this may be incorrect. See, and that's yeah. Well, I was gonna say right. when it when it airs, I think it may it may you be able to stream it live as well. But I know for a fact, like as soon as South Park is over, that episode is on Hulu. Yeah. Like well, the and next that was minute. the in- initial like difference between Hulu and Netflix. Was Netflix? Uh, you had to wait until the whole season went on Netflix. Right. But Hulu, you could watch it. So you could still watch it week to week. Sure. But it would be on like the next day after it like aired live. Yeah. I, I would love it because if, you know, if I get home, if I get home too late, because I remember South Park would always air at nine and then again at 11. So they had shows in between. But if, if I missed it, I was like, well, fuck. Oh, yeah. They got this shit on Hulu. Yeah. Well, if you pay extra on Hulu, you don't have to watch commercials. Game changer. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, when I signed up for my Hulu account, fucking, it was That's like, one reason why I don't like cable as much is I don't want to watch fucking commercials. You remember when TV commercials, the volume was jacked up on it commercials? It's like that. It, it is. Now, there was like something, I think Congress had to pass like, hey, uh, y'all need to turn that shit down. What? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that's our government working for us. Good work, Congress. <laughs> um, yo, just give me your top, your favorite shows right now of all time or present city. Did you just edit one on there? I did. Okay, good. Because I, I mean, I like that one. Well, honestly, I could. I've got a lot of like favorite shows. It was hard for me to narrow it down. Then read the ones on your list. And then go just rattle just some rattle, off. Well, let I the people like that's know. Annoying. Let the people know. Let them the re- relate. I'm just to gonna. You. I'm just gonna name what I narrowed down to the top five. So obviously, The Office. I watch The Office on a fucking loop. Like I've, I've been trying to not do this as much, but before this year, if I was doing anything like where in my room, I would just have The Office on. Like Same I wouldn't here. even be watching it. It would just be on. Cleaning. Yeah. Chilling, 
looking at your looking phone. At my phone. I know, like, yeah. it, it's, oh my gosh, if you've seen that meme, it's like Netflix needs a, a section that's like can watch while I'm scrolling on my phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's another awesome thing about Netflix is all the different like because you watch this or this is all documentaries or this is all uh, with a strong female lead is always like one of my those are my categories. favorites. Strong female leads. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, my other favorite or second favorite show, I guess these are like in not any particular order. No, for sure. But would be Parks and Rec. So I just started watching sure. that one. I think Have I'm you like, gotten over the first season hump? I think I'm in the second season. I haven't watched, I, honestly, I don't think I've watched it since uh, my ridiculous amount of time off from work. <laughs> uh, I've been working 31 days, so... But I want to get back to it because I, I really was starting to, it, to like it. It gets the first season is kind of slow, I which know, I feel like happens with a lot of pilots. And I know that like how Ed Helms came into the office later on. I know I'm w- still waiting for people who I've seen in like Parks and Rec memes yeah, yeah, yeah. start to come in. So I'm like, all right, I'm I'm cool with this. Yeah, no, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, Donna and Leslie Nope are my two favorite characters. Which one's Donna? Donna's the black girl. Oh, in the at the desk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like I'm a Donna. I, I've only gotten Leslie a taste of her combo. From She's got some. Some of my favorite jokes are Donna's. <laughs> okay. Cool. I bet. Yeah, I like her. I'm. I'm. I'm at that point where I'm like, really? okay. All of the characters. I mean, they're starting to develop. Chris for Pratt's me. character is one of my favorites too. He's just a lovable mess. He's on my Celebrity Five a too. Mess. Uh, Chris Pratt, like Parks and Rec. Chris Pat Pratt is on my Celebrity Five. We need to do Not an episode about Celebrity Five. Jurassic fives. Park, uh, Chris Pratt. Um, okay, next, Parenthood. Did you ever watch that? Nope. I've never cried so much tears of joy and sadness watching a show. Oh, God. <laughs> Sounds like something I want to stay away from. <laughs> no, it's a really... So, uh, it's, it's about just, like, this one family, and there's um, maybe four siblings... So it's like all, like, it's just like family dynamics. So there's like the grandparents, all the siblings, and then they each have their own families. Full house. And, I mean, <laughs> no, okay. no, but Great uh, show. Full House doesn't have, well, I guess Jesse eventually gets married. I'm sorry. I'm sorry getting you You're, off track. Yeah, throwing me off. So he's got all the family like dynamics. One, like one is like a single parent. Like one has like a kid like out of wedlock. Like another family like has a kid like dealing with like autism. And um, then uh, the uh, just like the dynamics of the family. It's a little it's something like, for everyone. Yeah, it really is. But it's a great show. It is no longer on the air. Oh, what what was it on? Uh, I don't know. I watched it on Hulu. Oh. Cause I was late to the game, so I um I binged the first couple of seasons, and then I think I had to watch like the last two seasons live. Word. And then uh, the one that I edited at the end, Broad City. Fucking love Broad which, City. Uh, I asked Stevie the other day if he was an an Alana or an Abby. He said Alana. Uh, no shit, I'm an Alana all day. I'm an Abby, I think. You know, I think, I think, um. And Harry can confirm this. I think that the girl that Hope's brother is marrying, her cousin is married to Alana or something. Really? There's some tie there. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. Is I Alana bet, married? I bet Thanksgiving is lit. I, I love that woman. Alana might be 
Oh no, she's definitely in my celebrity. She's top on five. your celebrity five. Hell yeah. You need to get you a. She's the only beautiful Jewish. Gal she's the like only her. Jewish. She's the only Jewish woman on my celebrity five. Now I'm interested in who your celebrity five is. That's for another episode. But speaking of your your. The one that I took off. Your show five, you didn't mention number three on there. Oh, I skipped it. Game of Thrones. Boom. Game of motherfucking thrones. It's a crazy show. I'm surprised that I stuck through it, actually, after, like, how much death there was and it continues to be throughout. Yo, I can't wait. Yeah, this season is going to be insane. It's this April. It's this April. Should we have a watch party? Just like fucking clockwork. This time it was 8 o'clock. It went off at 7 o'clock last week. They can't hear it. When I listened through last week's episode, I couldn't hear it. The AC cut off for those of you who are wondering what the fuck he's talking about. You couldn't hear it. No, but that's what it sounds like to us. No, it's... uh, so I know I know you ain't into the the sports thing, but just talking about what a great day for TV it's going to be. That Sunday is going to be the last round of the Masters golf tournament, and then immediately after it's over, right into Game of Thrones. Oh my God! From golf to Game of Thrones, who gives a fuck about golf? And especially watching it on TV—that's got to be the most boring thing. Okay, look, it's the last. like watching paint fucking dry. It's the last round, so they only televise the, the top two people and don't show care. their shit. Of course. <laughs> but if it was women's golf that you were like, no, bitch, I don't give a shit about women's golf, men's golf. I don't care. We gotta I'm have- not disrespecting their talent to hit a tiny ball with a long stick. But I just don't care. Okay, well, a lot of us are, care about how <laughs> awesome that Sunday is going to be because I'm going to be – let me just say this. Uh, get you some stock for Postmates, Uber Eats, whatever whatever you use for uh, the week weekend before. Uh, buy some stock, then sell that shit the next, uh, next week because – I know so many people whose fat ass is going to be sitting at home on that couch all day. Why they got to be fat? Because they're wanting to order in. I'm going to be a fat ass that day, too. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Yo, Slim Slim and Husky. Yo, Slim, get Husky on the phone. (laughs) Husky, tell Slim he a bitch. Um, Yeah, Game of Thrones. I think it's going to be like eight episodes or six episodes, but some of them are going to be two hours long. Man. Do you watch the, like, one thing I like about HBO is how they have the interview about the show afterwards where they talk yeah, to, that's like, the writers or different actors on the show? Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so the one that I took off, this number six, would be 30 Rock. Mm, Did yeah. you ever watch 30 Rock? I'm, cu- I'm currently re-watching that. I, again, I would see bits and pieces, but I never, you know, a lot of these shows I didn't watch because when they were in their prime, it was like next week on Thirty Rock or something. Um, and I guess yeah. you'd say I was. All I was my late favorite ladies are on these shows: The Office, Mindy Kaling, she's a writer on that show; Parks and Rec, Amy Poehler, obviously Alana and Abby. Um, and I don't know who did Parenthood, but um, Damn, on Thirty those, Rock is Tina Fey. All. All the ones with the exception of Parenthood or Game of Thrones there, they all write their own shows. Yeah. Just fucking sick. It is sick. Mine, mine's, uh, mine's similar to yours. 
Of course, I have The Office on there. Great. I have best uh, show of all time. I have Game of Thrones, which, which other than other than The Sopranos, Game of Thrones has been like the show when people are like, "Oh man, you need to watch this show." Have you seen this show? My answer is like, "No, I haven't fucking seen it." Like I never watched shows, and Game of Thrones was like, "Damn, TV is TV got really cool." <laughs> and uh, but I'll tell you this though, I didn't watch Game of Thrones until after four seasons were out. And I think that's I'm similar. And then I watched all four of them because I think it happened. Uh, my neighbor's ring was like, watch Game of Thrones. I said, no, man, I don't want to consume my life. I don't want to be one of those people who co- constantly talks about it. He was like, oh, and, and then he said, I hate people like who you used to be for sure. And then and then he said, how about we smoke this? Blunt? He said, he said, <laughs> we smoke a blunt for th- a blunt for each episode for four episodes. If after four episodes, you don't, you're not, you're not hooked. Then, and then of course, which to be honest, like okay, the first one I was like, okay, cool. The second one, what, uh, if someone, if you haven't seen it by now, but the fucking the incest, I was like, how am I gonna get past all of this? That's yeah. in episode number one. Yeah, Cersei and uh, what's Jamie. his face, Jamie Lannister. Yeah. Have you taken a quiz to see what house you're in? No. I'm a Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> You're a Sna- you're a Stark. You're a Gryffindor. You're a. I'm no. not a Gryffindor. I'm Hufflepuff, motherfucker. That's nice, Hufflepuff. Sounds like I a can s- cereal. I'll link you all these quizzes. <laughs> you know which house in Harry Potter I am. Which one, Slytherin? Probably. I don't you're know. You're totally a Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> burn, sick burn. I don't know. Uh, I have a funny way of how I started watching Game of Thrones too. So, um, did Zring hit you up and was like, yo, you want to <laughs> yes! smoke his blood? <laughs> Shout so out to Thugsy. I was actually there. You don't remember, asshole. <laughs> I was so big, dude. Is this dude. when we were neighbors? <laughs> no, this was post-grad. Post-grad? Yeah. Um, so, oh, duh. Because Game of Thrones wasn't out when we were in college. No, it was. It was? It was. It, it was. Uh, and so when we watched it, we, we How binged. How long have we been out of college? When did Game of Thrones start? I don't know. Look that up. I graduated. You graduated a year before me. I was on that. So it might have been when you. <laughs> I was on that five-year plan. Uh, I was on, Oh, 2011. So, yeah, it was the. So I was. It, it was. It started right when I graduated. Because yeah. I. it was April 2011 and I graduated May 2011. So it must have been. It must have been 2013 or 2014 when when I started watching it because we watched. Maybe it was. No, okay. We watched. Th- there were only three seasons out, and then right after we watched those, uh, we timed it to where the fourth season started airing. So, which I hated at the end because I was like, "You tell me I gotta wait an entire year." Uh, yeah. Yo, I've been telling everybody well, this. It's been two years since. Yeah, I've, I've been telling everybody that I was like, "Yo, um, honestly, I'm just trying to like stay alive and be healthy." And watch all my moves to where I don't get like hit by a bus or whatever. Because if I don't get to see how Game of Thrones ends, <laughs> you'll die sad. I will die <laughs> sad. I will hate it. Okay, so let me tell you how I've uh, first started watching it. Shoot. So my brother had been telling me that I needed to watch it, and um, I went to go dog sit for him. Uh, I think they were. I forget. They're going to like a burn or something like that. Which uh, you know what a burn is, right? It's like 
Burning Man, but like oh nice yeah. And so, um, anyways, I they left. I le- I got there while and they were gonna leave that next morning. They blocked me in. I had to take a cab to the grocery store. To- <laughs> A, so, what, a cab? Yeah, I had to take a cab to the grocery store. V- VCRs, but cabs. Like, uh, what is this? So I shit? was just like, I couldn't go anywhere. Like I had had all these plans of how I was gonna like do a hike one day. Nope, they blocked me in. Motherfucker. And so then I started watching Game of Thrones. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you really turned so that gosh, frown upside down. There's no down. telling how many episodes slash seasons I got through that weekend because that's all I did. An hour long each. <laughs> One time I calculated, this was when I was in the thick of like Grey's Anatomy. I calculated how many, how many minutes of my life I've wasted oh watching TV. Oh, God. <laughs> hours upon hours. Um, okay, finish yours. You. Uh, the two on here that are animated or cartoons, South Park <laughs> and then Archer. I've never seen Archer. I think you'd like Archer. I feel like you kind of look like him. Nah. You don't think so? No, nah, I don't think so. He's got black hair. Is your hair not black? And he and he's a total like womanizer and, and dick and smart ass, uh, like not just okay. complete opposite of your boy. <laughs> so. Uh and then and then the the last one that I have on here is Letter Kenny. And it's got a weird name, I know, but it's it's part of this uh this, I guess, similar to Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu or whatever. It's called Crave TV. It's a Canadian subscription service uh, or, or, or like content provider. That does not look like me, <laughs> though we, we both have blue eyes. I'm going to pull your Bitmoji up. Keep going. Sorry. He's tan. And his hair's he's, thicker. You think that's and he's a cartoon. You think he's tan? The mere- <laughs> Uh, anyways, anyways, it's called Crave TV. So it has a bunch of shows, content that they create, but also through Crave TV, you can get like HBO and all that. So it's only Canadian, but now they have just inked a deal with Hulu. Letter Kenny, if you're a fan of, I don't want to use, I don't want to say like Trailer Park Boys, because it's, it is a Canadian show and it takes place in a rural area, but it's, it's not like trailer park boys it's actually it's pretty good the writing is great the dialogue is great i think if you gave it a chance uh definitely episode uh, season two episode three is a good one to go off of all right rachel's right now she's pulling up my bitmoji and a picture of archer from the tv show archer <laughs> yeah i guess i guess you don't look that much alike yeah that's what i thought <laughs> And plus, that's not me. That's my Bitmoji. Though my Bitmoji does look a lot like me. It does look a lot. Does mine look like me? Of course. But you need cat ears or something. <laughs> like the cat glass. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Next episode, we're going to do uh, our celebrity five. And also the Rachel starter pack yeah, and the Stevie starter pack. Yeah, I'm dying to know what you okay. picked for me. So y'all are familiar with starter packs. You've seen like... The Can I Speak to Your Manager starter pack. And it has like the lady with the short hair and sunglasses and or like the um, or the the P.E. teacher starter pack with the I call them the sex offender sevens. You know, those (laughs) the Nikes or whatever, you know, um, or like the or like the uh, I live in my mom's basement starter pack. And it's like (laughs) someone jeweling in like a uh, in like a, a, a famous hat. 
uh, in vans or something. Famous you know. stars and straps. Yeah, That's yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, that type um, of stuff. This is like not totally the same thing, but one of them, it's like that. Don't tell me white people don't have culture, and it's like mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like kind of set up like the starter pack things, but oh, then yeah. it's just the things white people are into. Oh, white people uh, can't redoing... handle spice. Oh, excuse me, sweetie, what is this? And it's a Dr Pepper. A Dr. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like things white people do. They redo high fives if it was a bad one. <laughs> Uh, this segment is called Things White People Do. Things White People Do <laughs> when they just sit down at a busy restaurant. Wow, we sure, we, we got, got here, here just in time. time. <laughs> I've said that before, and I will keep saying it. <laughs> I meant to say that to you at Slim and Huskies. I was going to be like, oh, we, we really got it, here though. at the we right got time. The, we got here at the, the, the worst time because we were the, it was dead after we went through the line. Eats, uh, eats three chips from the bag. Oh, get these away from me. <laughs> Yeah, welcome oh to, to things white people say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, so next week, our celebrity, our celebrity five, no more, no less, and then I'm gonna make Rachel's starter pack. Rachel's gonna make my starter pack because we feel like we've already like made Orin's starter pack. <laughs> should we just make a bunch of starter packs for all our friends? I think we should. We should do a few. A few that uh, <laughs> we we should do a few. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. We should do Phil's. Venmo Rachel, $10. $10. And we will do your starter pack. Oh, man. It goes, it'll goes. it go to a good cause. I get to go pay for my hangout house uh, when you Venmo me. <laughs> hangout fest. Wait, you're ha staying at a house and not a luxurious villa? <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about the fire documentaries. Fuck, we're running out of time. Maybe we can do that one for for like a a separate one or when, or a well, filler. I need to finish the Hulu one. I started it, but I fell asleep. Are you thirsty? Are you stuck on a deserted? Wait, how did I text it to you the other day? I don't know. Pull it up. Oh man, we're making this commercial for next one. Hold up. Up, <clears throat> oh, up. Oh, where is it? Here we go. Are you thirsty? Or should you save it? Huh? Cut cut all of this and save it. Just save it instead. Save it as like an actual commercial. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do I'll do that next time. Then we'll we'll make the commercial. So we'll do we'll do uh, Firefest recap, do Firefest documentary recaps, our celebrity top five, and then I'm making your starter pack. You're making mine because we have a I'm lot nervous. of people that are tuning in now. I just want them, especially in the new year, to get to know us and relate to us a little better. Ooh, we should post on social too. That's like, what do you think's in my starter pack? Oh yeah, and then we'll post both of our starter packs <laughs> on there. But it's great because I have no control over what Rachel's putting in mine, and vice versa. But we'll make Phil's and Orin's for sure. <laughs> Orin didn't like his because uh, it's true. <laughs> I probably won't like mine either. So you're not supposed to like yours. Do you think? Do you think the guy who jewels in his mom's basement likes his <laughs> likes being stereotyped? <laughs> Probably not. Oh man. Well, in conclusion, TV's the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> I have always hated those people that are like, I don't watch TV. It's like, well, you're missing out on a lot I of bet pop you're real culture fun references, at parties. you yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So to to sum it to sum it all up, there was one time I was watching uh, the Talking Dead, which is a show that um, God is. Is it a Walking Dead podcast? It, so no, it's just like a, a a talk show. I mean, it could be a podcast, but it airs right after the Walking Dead, and the host I can't believe I'm forgetting his name is so funny and amazing but they'll have characters on the show and then they'll have different like celebrity guests that are just like huge Walking Dead fans and so they'll talk about like what just happened like where they think the season's gonna go blah 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 blah. so one time the host was talking about how like why TV is like so important to us and it's like because you just feel like you like get number one you can like live vicariously through these people you're like transported to like something else, you know. Sure. But and also you get you get like attached to the characters, you know. Hell yeah. Like I feel like Goodness. when I talk about the people in the office, they're people I actually work with. <laughs> no, I completely understand. There, those characters really do become part of your. I mean, I won't say your reality, but you can relate to a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, you can uh, relate and, to and, them and because it's a visual. It paints the picture too, unlike. Unlike books and unlike music and all that, it gives you something where you're like, like right now, Phil and I only speak to each other in references from Letterkenny. Letterkenny. That whole bit, the Phil, how are you now? Good. Oh, good. And you? Oh, not so bad. That's all Letterkenny stuff. That's <laughs> how, that's how we talk now. We love it. It's great. Um, just last segment this weekend. What are you getting into? Um, oh, I'm going to Jason and Alice's wedding. Me too. I actually, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually borrowed some dresses from Brit that I got to go try on and see which one's going to look the best. Because it's black tie, motherfuckers. Oh, you know I'm going to be all tuxed out in that bitch. <laughs> Wearing a tux, giving zero fucks. Good. That's my motto. <laughs> I'm mostly excited about the food, you know, and also the wedding of uh, Jason and Alice. Congrats. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. So we're doing that Saturday. Yeah. And so tomorrow night, I'm so excited. I can't wait for this shit. So tomorrow, I don't have to teach uh, or train anyone because from six to eight at the gym, uh, Caleb is having like a meet and greet and all of that. So see, see that beautiful shiny championship belt. Talk to him. Get my get my Caleb sweet hands plant jumpsuit. All of that shit. And hang with the homie for a bit before he goes back to Vegas. So that. But then, I'm going to Maggiano's with some members of the squad. So oh shit. Let me give a little sneaky birthday shout out to EC, aka Extra Sig, Extra Sig, aka Electronic Sig now. <laughs> A.K.A. Eric Clements. Uh, for the last few years, we've gone to Maggiano's for his birthday, and same with his wife, Hillary. We, that's what we do. We go, we go to Maggiano's. And it's so funny because even like three or four years ago, we would always be prepared to like go out after. So three or four years ago, you know, still, still in the mid-20s, you know, I ain't an old man, 30 years old now. <laughs> and, and we were like, yeah, we'll go out after. And then as soon as that check comes, we're like, Ooh. Fuck this. We're going home. Do y'all do the family style? Oh, you know we do. Oh, my God. And we each leave I've with a fucking huge bag of food. I've never felt so terrible after eating any time that I've left there. It's the best. <laughs> so, so it's so funny. So now it's like, oh, we know we're not going out. So I threw out the idea because both 
EC and Hillary and then Jeremy Duke and, and his wife Devin Lee, both both who have been on the pod before. Uh, we said, yo, do we I know we're not going out. Do we have to dress up this time? And Hillary and Devin Lee, like, we were just talking about how like I'm wearing leggings, I'm wearing sweatpants, yeah, and I was like, stretchy yo, pants. Can we wear track suits? Just really Italian that get, shit up. Like uh, matching track suits for his birthday. Oh, that ah, oh, that'd be great. But I, I don't, it's too late. It's too late. But I know we all have our own track suits, <laughs> and you best believe we're rolling into Maggiano's tomorrow. Hey, waitress, we're gonna sit over there. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's I a don't fun think I'm weekend. Doing anything tomorrow night of food? Watch TV and That's celebration. You watch TV. <laughs> There you go. I think there's a good... Uh, a, Sunday, we gotta, you got to help me catch those uh, feral cats around my house. The Super Bowl is Sunday. That's this Sunday? Yeah. See, clearly I don't give a fuck about sports. But Migos is Where are you going to watch it? Uh, Migos isn't performing. Do you want to watch it at our house? I'm just going to watch it at the crib because I'm going to be exhausted from, from Maggiano's first. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then from... But then from teaching yeah, Saturday, Sunday be, morning, all I'll be that. hungover, actually, because I have officially broken my dry January at the event last night. Ooh-ooh. But I'm going to still say that it's a win, though, because I went 30 days, 29 days without drinking. Eight. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to probably turn up way too hard at this uh, wedding on Saturday. So you're right. I'll be too tired to Yo. help the feral cats in my neighborhood. <laughs> No, I'm gonna. I gotta. We gotta do something about those cats. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yo, anybody wants some cats? <laughs> Come over, try to catch them. You can keep them. You can catch them all. Yeah, unless I can catch them on my phone. <laughs> I ain't trying to catch them. But it's gonna be a good weekend. Oh man. Good weekend. I've been waiting for this weekend for a long time. I'm excited. Uh, Why? Because pasta or because the uh, Super Bowl? Maggiano's wedding Super Bowl. It's going to be great. It's the trifecta. It's the, it sure is. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Let's see, January was pretty fucking dope. God, I can't believe January's over. Shall we have a moment of silence for January being over? We should. Bye. <laughs> That's my Rachel Bye. <laughs> Sounds just like me. <laughs> I was thinking of being like moment of silence for January and then just ending it and people were like. Oh, what is oh, he- oh. <laughs> All right. But for uh, real though. Bye. Oh, you- <laughs>